Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Friday the 14th of August. Um, and I know you said July there. Jeez, this year is zooming past, isn't it? And in the news today, uh, Newcastle Jets trounce um, Wellington Phoenix. Um, we uh, uh, Atlanta uh, bow out of the uh, Champions League and uh, Leipzig versus Atletico Madrid will be kicking off right now. Um, Pakistan, Pakistan's precarious position. Um, the storm too good for Roosters. Um, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks um, MVP... Um, it gets banned for a headbutt um, and boats back on the water um, as well as a big congratulations to George Bennett. So let's kick off with that football news. And the Wellington Phoenix went down um, by three goals to the Newcastle Jets last night. Um, the Phoenix still have qualified for the finals series, uh, as we mentioned, um, but uh, they will definitely not finish in the top two. Um, it uh, really was in their hands post-lockdown, uh, but really a, a series of poor results mean that um, the uh, Phoenix haven't managed to get into, that, into those important top two for positions for the finals. They now have to wait and see uh, to where they will finish. Currently, they sit in third, um, and uh, but there are still two games left. Western United have to play Sydney FC, and then West United have another game um, against Melbourne City. Currently, they sit on 36 points and in sixth place, but they have to play first and second in the table. Um, they are just four points behind the Wellington Phoenix in third place. So, West United could climb from sixth all the way up to third if they get two wins. Um, obviously, Brisbane Raw and Perth Glory, who are in fourth and fifth currently, will also be keeping an eye on those results um, between the Western, the Western United and those top two teams. Moving on then, and uh, in the Champions League, um, Atalanta lost out to Paris Saint-Germain um, by 1-2. So Paris Saint-Germain through to the uh, um, semi-finals. They will be playing either Leipzig um, or Atletico Madrid. Um, that game 
um, should have kicked off two minutes ago, literally, as we went live. Um, so uh, um, we'll bring you up to date with that result um, tomorrow morning here on the Morning Sports Briefing because we come to you live at 7 a.m. every single morning, seven days a week. I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin now, who's going to take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to our viewers and listeners on the interweb. And as Paul mentioned, Pakistan are in a precarious position after a start-stop day at the end of day one. After winning the toss, they elected to bat, and they were 126 for five at the end with Baba Azam on 25, Mohammad Rizwan on four at the crease. Pakistan were well placed at three for 117, but three quick wickets towards the end of the day has exposed the tail. And I'll just bring up the scoreboard while I just go through the rest to see that, hopefully, a little bit small. Um, so James Anderson puts, um, basically put him, uh, some of his troubles behind him. Well, he hasn't really been bowling bad, just not having great luck. But he picked up two wickets for 35 runs of 15 overs. Now, Pakistan are going to need Baba Azam and Mohammad Rizwan to bat deep as they have exposed that tail and they're going to need them to bat deep to post a decent total. As mentioned before, after a start-stop day, um, play was called off late in the day with just 45 overs bowled. The, now, the grounds people were on the ground with the covers, etc., and then there was lightning in the area. So they left, and then the umpires basically decided to call it quits for the day. Now, just in some team news as well to, to wrap it all up, James, uh, sorry, Sam Curran has come in for Jofra Archer, which we did actually um, sort of might, sort of thought might happen last night um, on swinging from the hip. And uh, also Zach Crawley, which was predicted, comes in for Ben Stokes. And the Pakistan side, Fawad Alam came in to the side. Now, his wait of 11 years came to an end, but he wasn't there for long, unfortunately. He was out for a duck after about four balls. So that sort of wraps up the first day of the second test between England and Pakistan at the AGS Bowl. And that's our cricket news for today, Paul. Yep, you're on mute, Paul. Yep, you're on mute. <laughs> Thank you very much, um, Ashwin, for keeping us up to date on the cricket. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen, who will take us through our birthdays. Yeah. Thank you, Paul, and good morning, everybody, tuning into New Zealand Sport Radio. Well, we're on the cusp of your weekend final day of the weekend birthdays today. A former All Black First Five who won the Premiership Player of the Year on multiple occasions. The brother of an outstanding All Black and finally a South African-born All Black. But we start with Nick Evans, born this day, the 14th of August, 1980, in Auckland, New Zealand, is a former rugby union of football. Baller. He played for both the Highlanders and the Blues. He played it mostly at a fly half and a fullback. He joined Harlequins for the 2008-2009 Guinness Premiership season and remained with the club until his retirement on a deal reportedly worth £320,000 a year. He retired at the end of the 2016-17 season and joined the Quinns coaching staff. Moving right along, we stay with the Oval Ball for all our birthdays this morning. Martin McKenzie, or Marty McKenzie, born this day, the 14th of August 1992, is a rugby union footballer who plays as either a fly half or a fullback. He represents the South and Stags in the Mighty Ten Cup. He currently plays 
for the Chiefs in Super Rugby. Well, he did currently play for the Chiefs. He doesn't anymore. McKenzie was a member of the New Zealand Under-20 side that competed in the 2012 IRB Junior World Championship in South Africa. McKenzie is also the brother of Chiefs first 5'8", Damien McKenzie. In March 2014, McKenzie was called up to play for the New Zealand Sevens team. <clears throat> and uh, finally, Greg Rawlinson, born this day, the uh, 14th of August 1978 in Durban, South Africa, is a former New Zealand Rugby Union international. Rawlinson, who has made four appearances for the All Blacks, was born in South Africa and moved to New Zealand in 2002. The second row rejected overtures from the Springboks to remain in All Black contention and was rewarded, rewarded with a call-up to face Ireland in June 2006. He became only the second ever South African-born All Black to ever represent the All Blacks. Now, guys, if you can tell me who that other other uh, South African born player who represented the All Blacks was, I'd be very impressed. That's our <laughs> birthday. Too. He's 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 got it there somewhere. No, I'm not gonna be able to tell you. I'm Come on. Clue. You guys should you guys should know I, this. He played for I, he played for his five. Oh Andrew Mittens. Yes, very good. Andrew Mittens, yes. Oh, I, 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 knew, I knew when you said it I should know this. I should know this, but it wasn't coming to me at all. <laughs> all, the, all the cookies go to Ashwin. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ron, Ron got, it, got it in the live chat as well. Um, so uh, we're being held out, helped out by our audience. Thank you, everyone, who does join us at 7 a.m. every single morning here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, for those of you who can't join us live on our Facebook page, then you can also uh, listen to the recording on your commute um, or doing the gardening or the cooking um, if you're in a lockdown um, there. Uh, by downloading iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Acast, uh, and just search for New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh, in the Rugby Union news then, and uh, the Highlanders and Hurricanes is still currently going ahead um, this weekend. Uh, looking at uh, the lineups, it's a bit of a special one this weekend, folks. Yes, the title has been decided, but co-captains for the Highlanders, Ash Dixon, and Aaron Smith are bringing up milestones. Uh, it'll be Ash Dixon's 100th cap for the um, 100th Super Rugby cap, uh, and it will be Aaron Smith's 150th um, cap. So congratulations both on them, both, to both of them on their milestones. Uh, Aaron Smith is the has the second most number of caps for the Highlanders behind Ben Smith. Ben Smith on 152. So uh, I am assuming Aaron Smith keeps going next season, which I think we all think he will do. Um, he will be looking at becoming the most capped ever Highlander player. So congratulations to them on their milestones, and uh, we'll look forward to that one. Over on the Hurricanes side of things, and Dane Coles um, is going to become the most capped forward for the Hurricanes um, with 119 caps, passing uh, um, Jeffrey Tumanga Allen's um, 118 caps. Um, in other news, over there with the Hurricanes, um, TJ Perinara um, has, um, will be unavailable uh, as his wife is due to give birth to their um, first child. Uh, so uh, that means Jamie Booth will be starting in the number nine jersey. Also, we have a really young uh, um, midfield with Peter Omega-Jensen moving in one space to 12 and Billy Proctor starting at 13 with um, uh, Vince also moving out to the wing instead at 14. Um, no Van Wick um, here, and uh, with no news as to how his sighting 
um, uh, went. I'm assuming that uh, he got banned for that um, tip tackle on Aaron Smith um, last weekend. Um, that's, uh, don't forget this weekend also, the um, Gallagher Premiership kicks off um, up in England. Uh, so we've got lots of rugby this weekend to watch, even if we can't get the Blues um, versus um, the Crusaders. Um, and uh, over, and also we have the uh, Super Rugby AU. So do join us at 8 p.m. this evening. We'll be previewing um, all of the Super Rugby games um, uh, ahead of the uh, first clash uh, in Super Rugby AU this evening. I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen, who's going to take us through our sport that keeps on giving um, update. In that league news this morning, the Melbourne Storm have jumped to the top of the NRL table with a 24-6 win over the Sydney Roosters. The Storm, who were without Cameron Munster and Captain Cameron Smith, didn't skip a beat as they poured on the opening four tries of, of the match before the Roosters finally found the try line <clears throat> Excuse me, late in the second half. 17 errors proved crucial for the Roosters as they completed their sets at just 65% compared to 86% from the Storm. We wanted to focus on a good start this week. Storm fullback Ryan Pappenhausen said after the match, I said this a few weeks ago when Cameron Munster was out, everyone steps up and feels they have to take on that extra bit of responsibility and <clears throat> I think we did that very very well the next man up knows their jobs and they've just got to do it and that's what uh, Craig Bellamy asks of us that's the uh, head coach unfortunately for the defending premiers that's the Roosters they were dealt a, a triple injury blow to halfback Luke Carey 5'8 Lachlan Lamb and veteran Mitchell Orbison Cleary was rushed to hospital after suffering a rib injury with fears he may have internal bleeding. Wow. Orbison went down with a left arm injury while Lamb suffered a uh, uh, syndemosis injury. I'm not too sure what that is. I don't even know if I said it properly. Today's blow adds uh, to the club's lengthy injury list, which already has Captain Boyd Cordner. Victor Radley, Angus Crichton, Jared Warrior Hardgraves, and Sam Ferrells on the sidelines. So, not great news for the uh, Roosters there. Right, as we uh, look to uh, our tonight's games that are happening. Remembering we have got the uh, uh, Warriors uh, uh, playing this evening from Central Coast Stadium, Gosford. The match starts at 8 p.m. And in our second game tonight, we have got the uh, uh, Parramatta Eels up against the St. George Dragons at Banquist Stadium. That's at 9.55pm uh, this morning. And just before I head off, it appears in New Warriors, coach Nathan Brown is not mucking around when it comes to targeting players to join him at the club in 2021. According to the Daily Telegraph, Brown has five players on his wish list. Bulldogs, Adam Beckra, Adam Elliott, Wigan Centre, Oliver Gildart, Parramatta Prop, Kane Evans, and also Dragon Centre, Ewan Aitken, and fellow St. George player Jack DeBellin are all in his sights. That latter player, Jack DeBellin, 
um, was up on rape charges. I'll check on the progression of how that case was going. Not too sure about that signing, to be honest, lads. The Warriors have a number of players off contract at the end of the year, including Peter Heku, Jared Beer, Lachlan Burr, and Isaiah Papali. Australian coach Mel Meninga said on Fox Fox's league a super program that five players Brown is targeting are good selections. Adam, Adam Elliott is a great player. We don't know where Jack DeBellin is going to be. <laughs> exactly. Ewan Aiken would be a great pickup. He's starting to find his feet in the centres with the Dragons. Oliver Gildart is an English international. He's a bit on the small side. You need big outside backs in the modern area, but he is very quick and has got great skill. Speaking of the Warriors as well, uh, coming out of there. Roger Tuivasa shit denying those reports. I'll be back uh, with a wrap on tonight's games tomorrow morning. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you very much, uh, Stephen, for that uh, NRL update. Moving on to the basketball. Um, and Steve Adams helped the uh, Oklahoma Thunder to uh, beat the uh, the Heat, the Miami Heat, um, 115 to 116. Yes, absolute thriller. Came down to one point. A big, big comeback in the final quarter, which they won 15-34. Um, so, yes, big comeback there for the um, the Thunder. Clearly not uh, heading into the finals um, uh, and that's, uh, in, in a relaxed way, but actually really fighting all of the way. Uh, Steve Adams got uh, eight points. Um, and uh, eight and led the team with oh actually they no, didn't lead the team and Angle also got eight rebounds as well um, just getting twenty minutes on the clock. Um, basically was the uh, top player nine rebounds and twenty one points for the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder uh, there. Now um, I'm my uh, famous name pronouncing skills is going to be pushed to the absolute limit here. Um, so folks. I'm going to get this Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks um, forwards name wrong, but Giannis Antetokounmpo um, uh, has had a one-match ban um, for headbutting uh, an opponent. Um, the 2019 MVP um, has been, uh, as I say, has, has picked that up, so he'll be missing the Milwaukee Bucks um, next game. Uh, the Bucks currently uh, sit top of the Eastern Conference. Um, heading into the finals, so uh, they'll definitely not. They'll definitely be wanting their MV. Or their, 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 one of the their, their top player um, for the finals when they kick off. Um, moving on then to um, the America's Cup, and um, don't worry, folks. If you see the boats out on the uh, in the harbour um, at um, alert level three. They um, are allowed still to sail, um, being a company, um, and it is essential for their business, obviously, <laughs> funny enough, to sail. Um, so, hence, they're allowed to get onto the water as long as they follow um, correct um, health and safety guidelines. Uh, that's why uh, Team New Zealand um, have got themselves um, Bluetooth uh, um, monitoring cards to make sure that they uh, stay uh, socially distanced appropriately. Um, and all that kind of thing. So don't worry, folks, if you see the boats out on the harbour, they are still allowed to sail um, at this level. Um, moving on then uh, into the cycling and a massive congratulations to George Bennett, who um, the uh, I think Nelson cyclist uh, who um, won the Grand Piemonte, 
uh, over in Italy, um, racing for his team. He's normally a domestique uh, for um, within his team who have got uh, very competitive um, cyclists who will be challenging for races such as the Tour de France um, coming up. So this is one of the few chances that uh, he, with, with uh, Jumbo Visma, that he actually gets the chance to um, be a leader within that team. And uh, he finished it off in style, attacking on the final climb uh, and descent and staying away in some wet and slippery um, conditions. Um, so congratulations uh, to him. Uh, he'll also be leading the team at the um, um, second monument of the year, Il Lombardia, which takes place this weekend. Normally, it's, a fi it's the final monument of the year, um, but um, obviously with this changed uh, calendar, Il Lombardia, uh, become will will be happen, happens after the Milan San Remo, um, but before we have the other three monuments: um, the uh, uh, Liège Baston Liège, uh, the Tour of Flanders, and uh, Paris Roubaix. So uh, one of the so uh, yes, he'll be up for one of the big um, five one-day races of the season. You have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all of the important um, sports news. So please um, do. Uh, have a safe day, folks, uh, and uh, I hope uh, you all have a wonderful um, weekend. Uh, it's, we're nearly we're nearly there, folks. Um, it is a bit of a wet day here in Hamilton, so do stay dry, do stay safe, uh, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. to help you start your day the best way. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 